Welcome back. If you're live, it's only been a couple of seconds. If you are listening on audio or on YouTube, thank you for tuning back in to another conference preview. This is the second of our FCS conference previews in a whole big series. We've done all the FBS already, and we've done the Missouri Valley already, which means now it's time for the Big Sky Conference. And wow, they're looking heading into 2023. So all three of us are here. It's very exciting. Thank you so much for checking us out live. If you are on Twitch, big dudes in the trenches. Uh, if not, I do recommend the YouTube because we have some visuals on this. Uh, and, you know, if you're if you're on YouTube, go ahead and check out the Big Dudes in the Trenches podcast on the Bloodline Entertainment Network YouTube channel. Be a great way to find us. That's a thought. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> you, for, you forgot to mention that last time, didn't you? Yes, I did. But <laughs> it's all right. So I guess unless you have something you guys want to preview before we get started, uh, I'm ready to go ahead and jump into the all-conference team, but hand it off to you guys first. I got to say this is the it is second most interesting conference for me uh, behind the Missouri Valley which is why we're probably talking about it second. I love what this this conference can do and what it brings to the table. <laughs> Curious, almost like our list of conferences was, you know, designed for interest. In a particular order. <laughs> huh. It's weird how that works. <clears throat> Crazy how I almost put this together so that we would be interested in talking about them. All right, so. <laughs> hey, you forgot Weber State's long snapper. I... Did not. <laughs> Definitely did not. Actually, it's is, not fair. Is he still going to school there? It's not fair <laughs> to make that joke, really, because that was a backup long snapper. And I don't know if he's still with the program. <laughs> the actual long snapper was hurt, and that's why they had so many issues last year. Anyway. Anyway. Uh <laughs> I do want to talk a bit about quarterback Tommy Malo of Montana State. The Montana schools, both of them, are phenomenal right now. Montana, the Grizzlies, just set a new single-season season ticket purchasing record. They're basically sold out their stadium already in season tickets. It's insane. Uh, they're heading for the FCS record for season tickets. I like That's it. awesome. Montana loves their college football, and they have two great programs to watch out there. Um, Idaho is really creepy, sneaky good this year. I still uh, remember when they were back in NCAA 14. When they were in the FBS? Yeah. In, in, the, in the WAC? Yep. Uh, they head back down to the FCS and are starting to do really good again. We have a brother duo on the Big Sky All-Conference team, Hayden Hatton and long snapper Hogan Hatton, both at Idaho this year. Very different positions. Yes, very different. Uh, Weber State, though, as much as I've just talked about how good Montana's, the both of the Montana schools are at running the ball, Damon Bankston is our all-conference running back. Uh, Weber State is really freaky good as well. Like, there's some some top-heavy action going on in this conference. 
just like the Missouri Valley we just talked about. Man, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking about the the next piece of this. And I I see four teams that I want to put up in that top tier, but I don't know if that's too much. But that's I that's where these guys the are. the past couple of years, I don't think it is too much. We usually get three or four, maybe even five big sky teams in the playoffs. Yep. So like they're it's like ten teams from the big sky and the Missouri Valley, and then one Z two Z from everybody else. If you're lucky, well, it, actually, it's more like ten from the big sky and CAA, and then one or two from the Missouri Valley, and those are the two that play for the national championship. So. <laughs> <laughs> On the defensive side of the ball, we have a little bit more spread out, but still some Montanas up there with Weber States, uh, Eloy Quede. Up at Northern Arizona is really fun. David Hogue at Northern Colorado has been on my radar for a couple of years now at linebacker. Really Ran- awesome. Random linebacker. Doug fell in love. That's just it's how it goes. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Uh, I really want <laughs> I really want Cal Poly to change their logo. They need to go to the Mustang full time. Hold on, uh, but just CP calling is your school. awesome. CP is awesome. <laughs> Wow. And it's a shitty yellow too. Like wow. We're gonna not gonna touch that with exactly. a tackle pole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anybody in particular you guys want to bring up here? Uh, I know we talked about Marshall Martin already in the All America squad for the FCS, but he's probably the best player in the conference. <laughs> so, so so I do want to highlight like we have these a lot more spread out than we did in the Missouri Valley because all of these schools are really close to each other and you're getting those. Hey, again, Montana, Montana state, Weber state, Sacramento state, probably all have top five players at every position, but these are only one or two Z's selected per, per position. So man, this conference is really good this year. Should be a whole heck of a lot of fun to watch as well. Luckily, they didn't get the Pac-12 treatment on TV deals. We can't actually watch these games, so can't wait. (laughs) That's awesome. I think the only team that doesn't have a player on this list, by the way, is Idaho State. Um, (laughs) They have a team. Get wrecked. So (laughs) they they do. It's not it's not a good one. That's the point. Can problem. we just start Idaho's... with that one? Can, can we just immediately put Idaho State in the... <laughs> that? It's a pretty sick logo. Too though. harsh. Now that we now that we've clowned on them like this, I feel kind of bad. Like Idaho State's not that bad at football, uh, but they did just lose their head coach and their assistants, and what? they hired a guy who his only major experience is like a, being a grad assistant. So there's... why do they look like a knockoff <laughs> Bengals logo? Because of the Idaho State Bengals. Problem solved. I'm pretty sure Ben's high school had a better logo than that, but you know. No, this this logo is sick as fuck, and you're a hater. So yes, get out of here. That is my job. <laughs> Let's go in this uh, randomly selected order once again. Uh, UC Davis is up first. The only player really on my radar out of there at all is Rex Connors. Um, I don't really like any part of the offense. I'll be honest with you. I'm 
I've got them in the bottom three tiers. I just don't quite know which one to put them in. Yeah, I could see an argument for not that bad. Yeah, like, that's kind of where I was leaning. But I think based on on the conversation we've just been having, like you said, they've got one dude, nothing on offense. Well, I, the thing is, the running game is historically decent, right? But I don't know that they're – I don't believe they're bringing back their leading rusher. So it's yeah. a little bit of a transition year for them too. I'm tempted to say not that bad just because there is a little bit of the benefit of the doubt there as much as being second from the bottom tier doesn't sound like benefit of the doubt, but. <laughs> well, historically they're, they're not but historically. I, they're are, not that bad. Like there are, there are definitely worse teams in this conference. I think yeah. it's fair to go ahead and throw them up here just in light of who we have coming up for that tier. Uh, starting with Cal Poly. Yep. CP. Uh, Better luck next year, Cal Poly. I'm going to put him ahead of Idaho State, though, I think. That's Unless fair. you guys have objection. Nope. All right. Moving right along, then. Uh, next up is Eastern Washington. Now, EWU used to be a powerhouse in this conference for like a solid eight years there. Felt like they could just reload whenever they felt like it. They would have all the best talent in the conference every single year. That has definitely stopped happening. And they've probably because really... of what they did to their fucking field. Well, oh yeah, my God. But... Yeah. Um, Can we put them in better luck next year just because of that, please? They're not. I was... Wow. I almost legitimately said it, though. They're not that bad. <laughs> That I love that tier now just for that, by the way. Like that's going to be they're our not, they're not where that they bad. go. <laughs> they're not that bad. Um, no, I, no, I, like, I, was say, what I was about to say though, is I really do see them starting the build process though again. Like I, I do see some talent here, and I do think there is a legitimate shot that they ascend a tier or two by the end of the season for us. Looking I, back on this. Well, and, and what I'm coming with is, like you said, four or five years ago, I'd have put them in the really good tier, no questions, if not the playoff contender tier. They always seem to find a way into the conversation, even when they're not that bad. Yeah. I, I like they're just, and maybe it is that name recognition, which definitely has a factor in into um who makes the playoffs as we've learned you basically bid for home games. Uh, but I was leaning tough out, but I'm also okay. Cause we've said it enough times now that they're not that bad. I think it's more fair to put them at the top of that tier than yeah. anything right now. Like I, I do see the path forward there, but they kind of need to prove it. So I think it's, it's reasonable for right now. Idaho, on the other hand, is I for most think... people right now in the playoff contenders tier, and it's kind of hard to see a reason not to put them up there. So the reason I think the Vandals are going to be awesome. I think they are too, and I do think they get over the hump this year, but I need to see it first, at least a little bit. And I've got four other teams in this conference that they have to play that I would put in the playoff contenders tier above them. I would lean really good. Well, one of those just uh, 
thinking ahead for you if I if I can do so. I think one of those teams you're talking about would be Sacramento State, uh, who they lost their everything? head coach. Lost their head coach, lost their quarterback. I mean, it's like uh, they lost okay. their leading rusher. I, I, I wouldn't, think Idaho I wouldn't replaces worry about the quarterback, them. though. Right. I j- right, but they also they also lost their like everything right. guy in Cameron Scadabo to Arizona State. So I, I'm still leaning for Idaho again, just just because they are building, they need to get over that hump. So yeah, maybe Sacramento State doesn't end up in the playoff contenders either. But again, I still have three other teams. I you will have to talk me out of putting in the playoff contenders. I'm okay putting them at the top of really good. Where do you see them, Bug? You're like the deciding vote here. I, I want to th- put them at the end of playoff contenders. I, I think they're probably at the top of really good. I I do think uh, they've got a good chance of sneaking into that playoff contender spot, and I agree with you that Sacramento State's going to fall. I'm fine with going with Sac- talking about Sacramento State next if you would like, because sure. why wouldn't you have them as a playoff contender after their season last year? Their only loss was in the quarterfinals, semifinals. They had some of the best games right. of the playoffs. They had some of the best games all season. Yes, they yeah. lost their head coach, but they just replaced – they replaced their quarterback with a guy at, coming from South Dakota, a team that we just praised as being on the come up, in Carson Camp, who had a lot of amazing stats out of South Dakota, was Missouri Valley Conference all-newcomer team as a true freshman. I mean, this dude has lit up the scoreboard for three seasons in South Dakota. Who's to say he won't do it here? You've got to figure they've right. got more weapons than just uh, Marshall. So. Yeah, but I'm looking at the loss of their head coach to Stanford. I'm looking at the loss of Cameron Scadabo to Arizona State, who is massive loss there. I'm looking at he will, yeah a I'm, couple of their 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 biggest leaders on the defensive side of the ball are gone now. I know we had Armand Bailey and Caleb Nelson on the All Conference team, but some of that is a little bit of projection, I think. And I had Armand Bailey as that third and final linebacker for a reason. Um, like I, I see Sacramento state as really good this year. I do think it's a transition, right? So when they lost Tory Taylor, Tory Taylor's the only head coach to ever take them to the playoffs ever in their history. Right. There's a morale right. hit there too. Right. And I don't have a, a good uh, historical basis for putting Sacramento State close to the playoff contenders tier other than when they've had Troy Taylor. So to me, it's like they have a lot of talent still, <clears throat> but they did lose some really key pieces and and the coaching staff's completely different. So, so I would say Sacramento State's really good. So I'm, I'm wondering here because there's what? Is it 16 teams that get into the – 487. I mean, it's insane. Oh, it's uh, there are eight seeded teams, and then before them, there are 16 teams. That's where you can bid for a home game. So, okay, so there's 24 teams. Yeah. yeah, 24 teams who make it, but there are only eight teams who get a number next to their 
name. So, so when I'm saying I got a I got a guy li- or a team listed as playoff contenders, I'm basically projecting them to be one of those seeded teams. I don't see Sacramento based on even what Doug just said. I don't really see them with with that this year. I still think they're going to be really good. I still think they're going to make the playoffs, right? So your playoff contenders are going to be your top end contenders, not just oh well, you made it. Here's the trophy. I mean, if it was, then we'd have way more teams up here. That'd be that'd be all season in the FBS is what you're thinking about. It, yeah. But that's still I, – I need to draw a line I mean, somewhere is, between playoff contender and really kind good. Of the, it is kind of the way to dis- distinguish it. And if you're on the fence about it, I mean, I'm I, I would pretty, put them in really good. I'm reasonably confident Sacramento State will not make the playoffs this year as my bold prediction of the big sky. All right. Um, so you're really calling them a tough out. I – don't agree with that. I think they are really good, but they're at the bottom end of really good right now to me. Like I, like I, see like I said, I'm over I'm here with... and I think it's very possible that next year they're right back in the playoffs, but I don't know this year. They, they will do that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I do think they're in the really good. We're also Loki having an on, on air debate of where the tier break is, which yeah. is really interesting <laughs> for me, by the way, but yeah, I, I'd put them in in really good. Have we swayed you at all, Bug, or do you still want them in playoff contenders? I didn't want them in playoff contenders to begin with. I thought you were wanting to put them in tough out to begin with. So, oh, okay. Well, I think we're perfect. we're pretty much in agreement here. Great. All right. Uh, let's jump back to Weber State, though, who I will say is a playoff contender. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> I just I think they're going to end up third. In the playoff contenders tier here. That's, I mean, we're, uh, hold on. Can we just do the next two? <laughs> yeah. Montana, Montana State. Though I will ask, what order do you guys have these two? Because there's a lot of buzz around Montana right now, even though Montana State was clearly the better team last year. They're, I think there is an argument to be had for Montana, even over Montana State. I don't know, though. I, where do you guys lean? I think we're talking about Montana making a huge jump from last season too, though. It's, it's true. It's that's true. what that's what a lot of people are, are overlooking. I, I'm not saying it's not possible, and I'm not saying I don't think they will. But I, I if we're going to put them in playoff contender, I wouldn't put them in front of Weber State personally. Honestly, that's fair. I would. I might even put Idaho up ahead of Montana right now. But it, a lot of that, too, though, is last year you look at the games that they lost. Those were extremely close games. And Montana is coming back with a vengeance. I mean, I just... Wasn't it two years I think ago it's, they were really good with... Like, wasn't it Montana, Montana State in... Is it 21? I mean, they've been up there for a while. They're wow. They're both pretty good and good, so... I mean, I'm I think a- it's, it's it's reasonable. Let's just go ahead and put Montana State up top. Yeah, number one. And my my uh, logic there too. The reason why that wasn't a question in my head was that the hype means something when you're almost about to set season ticket records for the entire league you're in, and I don't mean conference. I mean the entire league. That's saying something. Right. And hype does carry something. It makes your home field advantage that much stronger. 
So yeah, Montana State for me is is number one. Yeah. I can see the argument for Montana in really good, but I do think they are a playoff contender this year. I, I think Idaho is so a playoff contender this year too. But that's where we're at. What are you what are you looking at, Bug? You're just leaning back. I'm just I'm just looking at how I mean Montana State absolutely fucking worked them last year. Just saying. All right. We'll see again this year, but all right. So what do you what are you saying? Where would you put them? If we put them in playoff contender, I would put them at the back of playoff contender personally. But that's just I'd be okay. I'd be okay me. with that. I know you were saying you want to put Weber State back there, but Yeah, I guess this is uh, the closest consensus we're going to be able to come to here at the top of the league. Look at this perfect bell curve, guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Nobody in the middle, though. <laughs> That's I, I the joke. I think it's going to stay that way, unfortunately. Um, I kind of want to talk about Portland State next because this one's really easy. I'm going to put them behind Idaho State. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Um, Northern Colorado is also going to be in uh, better luck next year. Are they in front of or behind Idaho State is the question. <laughs> we, we, is Idaho State the Mendoza line for us? Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, I they, think did, they did get rid of the McCaffrey family, so maybe – Maybe that's addition. Uh, ahead. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Northern Arizona. Kim, I also like, feel we like just put them in bad. playoff contenders for fun. I kid, but why? Because then you have um, four, two, two, four. <laughs> I want to put NAU and not that bad behind UC Davis. Personally. I was leaning towards them being one of the tough outs this year. Like if there was a tough out in this conference, I think it would be NAU, but yeah, but they've never really done that before. I feel like even yeah. putting them in not that bad as a little bit of projection, but I do think this is going to be one of the better NAU teams we've seen in recent years. All right. Fair enough. So <coughs> I think they'll finish ahead of Cal Poly even. Fair. I, I would Cal- say they're, the bigger thing here is they've they're gonna improve on last season, whereas yeah. Portland yeah. State is not. Yeah. Um, and Cal Poly does have Washington transfer Sam Heward at quarterback, probably most likely going to be the starter there, former five star recruit. So it could work out pretty well. He's following his offensive coordinator to Cal Poly. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But what we a, haven't better what, luck next year, so what a demotion. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at who they have now. Washington's doing great with Michael Penix and well Kalen DeBoer. So they're top ten in the preseason AP poll. So they're doing all right without him. <laughs> anyway, that does it for the big sky all conference and our tier list of the conference. Heading into 2023. Very exciting stuff. Tug, if you want to read off those links, much appreciate it. <coughs> I don't think I we're going to get it. Nope. Apparently, I we're not going to. 
not going to be able to hear those beautiful links. We're we're going to have will. three cold outs. We're going to have three cold outs and once get them read off once. So <laughs> we, you guys if are, you are killing me. If you are with us live on Twitch, thank you very much for staying with us. We got two more conferences to get through live on Twitch. Uh, but if you're listening on audio or on YouTube, go ahead and check out another conference very shortly. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. We are the big dudes in the country.